Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Wings avalanche tonight. No longer a rivalry. Been too long. Players have changed. Animosity's not there. Ten years in Eastern Conference. No clear-cut rival. I want to talk about it. First, some ticket text, John. People do think... Anzalone's dirty. What? Thor is definitely dirty, reads a ticket text. He was headhunting. You're fooling yourself if you think otherwise. He was headhunting. How many you know, like illegal hits, contact did he have? Another one says you can see him dig his fingers into the ribs after tackles. We do play dirty, but oh well. If we're calling a, a physical tackle or, or that, we're calling that dirty? Feeling him up in the rib cage, John. <laughs> Apparently that's, <laughs> that's so soft. The Lions, I mean, it's so funny because the way the game's changed. How could someone even have a dirty defense today? I mean, you get right. legislated out in two seconds. You wouldn't oh, be able to feel the team. he pushed on me as he was getting up. Oh, he rolled over on me. Come on. It's football. It's a violent game. This ticket texture wins the day. Fields' comments sound like a guy who won't have to play the Lions twice a season. See ya! He did say he wants to stay in Chicago on that podcast for what it's worth and said he unfollowed the Bears because... he was sensitive. He says everybody takes everything so seriously. I just wanted to disconnect. I unfollowed the Bears and the NFL. I'm going on vacation, blah, 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 blah. Yes, please stop talking about me. No problem. Nobody's going to be talking about you for very long. That's for sure. He also said just because you don't follow a girl on Instagram doesn't mean you're not messing around with her. Oh, all right. Hey, I got to bring this up because I think it's hilarious. Uh, Now, I'm waiting for a response. Uh, are you talking to the Twitch people? I am talking to the Twitch people. We are on Twitch. We were live on Twitch. Uh, Greg is, uh, has got us on. Uh, we're starting as early as 6 a.m. So twitch.tv slash 971, the ticket. Um, I believe they're calling you their sports stepdad. Okay. I don't know if that's it's a compliment. Why? Hilarious. Well, because their sports daddy what it was was stony oh and now now you have have replaced him so now you're you're the sports stepdad so is this them saying you're not my real dad am i being I, yelled I don't at know. i think it's hilarious though <laughs> it is absolutely hilarious it's better to be called something than nothing at all we'll, we'll roll with yeah you. john the red wings what are you laughing at over there <laughs> it's just, it's just the responding 
Yes. I'm going to lose him to the Twitch audience. He's just going to be sitting in his own little world over there. I'm just talking hockey into the ether by myself. And oh, no, we can talk hockey. That's fine. But we're going to, we're, we are going to include um, the Twitch crowd. Of course. So Mix them in, phones, join text, us and however Twitch. you can. Yeah. Of course. And the podcast feed is switched over with the stepdad photo in there. <laughs> if you're already subscribed to the podcast page, you don't yes. have to do any work. But if you haven't, Odyssey app iTunes, Spotify, however you get your podcast, search Costa and Jansen. Make sure you're subscribed. Greg's going to be putting up content every single day if you miss stuff. With his two kids. Yes, with yeah. my, yes, yes. Of course. My stepkids. It's a weird dynamics in the photo. <laughs> 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 All right, John, the Red Wings don't have a rival. Am I fair to say that? Um, doesn't feel like it. But as you start to win, we have things on the line. Animosity. Bad blood. What does it take for the Red Wings or any team to have a rivalry? I think proximity, I think repetition, and I think having stuff on the line. That's what builds great rivalries. Right. So what's what's on the line for the Wings right now? Because and we're bringing this up because they're playing the Avalanche tonight, yes. and the fact that they there there used to be this great rivalry, but since they're no longer in the same conference, you're like, well, I don't really think that they're a rival anymore. They don't play enough. They don't have the history. The history that they did have is still there, but the teams are so different now that you're like, eh. Play them like twice a year, and it's it, it's not what it once was. No, but if you're looking at creating a new rival, now it has to come down to what's on the line. Is it a trip to the playoffs? Is that on the line? Can you create a rivalry between, like, like right now, they are one and two with Tampa Bay in that last wild card spot, all right, in the Atlantic with, with Toronto. Toronto is at 70. The Wings are at 64. Is there a way to create a rivalry? Because of proximity, Toronto yeah. is is relatively close. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the fact that when it comes down to it, do you knock someone out or are you knocked out in the regular season by one of those teams? Do you miss out on the opportunity to be in the playoffs or are you knocked out of the playoffs by one of those teams? Wings have been in the East for 10 years. They don't have a rivalry. It's their fault. They haven't been good enough to have right. a rivalry. As they start to get better, I think you look at Toronto because of proximity, because of stakes, because of what's on the line, because of history. I don't know that I have the same hatred of Toronto quite yet. They're a team that doesn't really do much of anything when they make the playoffs, and when the wings get in, you're not really afraid of Toronto if a matchup presents itself. I mean, Ottawa, if they were any good, to me would be the natural rival, right? Because they've taken their cheap shots. You create a little bit of that animosity when you go at the Red Wing captain and you get retaliation. That's what helped spark the Avs rivalry. In addition to them being the two best teams for a while, okay, but there what's were on cheap the line? shots. That, that's, that's Ottawa not holding up their end of the bargain. Right. Yeah, so it, at least not now, unless Ottawa gets their act together. It's probably not Ottawa. As punchable a face as Brady Kachuk has, they're not enough of a rival yet. they right. got to win more. There's the whole, you stole to bring it from us. Well, okay, well, be a better hockey team and we'll have a rivalry. Yeah. What about the Bruins? Can I make the case? Original six, big hockey market. They are a team that should be in the playoffs this year and at least for years to come. You could get tension. Wings have already beaten them twice this season. I think two and two is the season series. They could be a first round opponent. Could there be something brewing between two iconic hockey brands? Maybe one on the way down as one is on the way up. I think the Bruins, maybe not being talked about, could that be our rival in hockey? Uh, sure. And, and it, w- it goes back to what are, what are the components of making this a rivalry and is what has to be at stake. 
If you've knocked them off twice in the regular season, all right, that sounds nice, but they have a 15-point lead on the Red Wings. They're clearly in first place, whereas the Red Wings are fighting, scratching, and clawing to get into the playoffs. Now, if a first-round matchup does present itself with the Boston Bruins and the Detroit Red Wings and the in-game or in-season results follow, now all of a sudden, yes, there is a a rivalry that's brewing, but it's not going to happen just on one matchup. It's going to have to be over multiple years that you are either knocking off or they are knocking you out of the playoffs. Are they the team that eventually is you got to get over the hump to be a Stanley Cup contender? Ticket Texture says, what do you mean Colorado is not a rival anymore? He didn't grow up in Detroit in the late 90s. If you think that, they'll forever be public enemy number one. Go Red Wings. Matt, now living in GR. I I grew up in the 90s and enjoyed the Red Wings, and that is a big rivalry. Sure previously it's not like let's not lie to ourselves and act like Colorado is is a game that you're looking forward to tonight the way you looked forward to 25 years ago it's, it's just not they're not the same caliber teams you don't have the same bad blood you're not playing for births in the Stanley Cup final none of that's here so I'm I'm looking ahead I'm looking to the future I'm looking to see who it could be and I think Boston makes some sense as a division rival who's good who you could go toe to toe within the postseason for years to come and yes I expect the Red Wings to be in the postseason this year and for years to come I yeah. don't I don't see that for Ottawa if they if Ottawa was any bit good if they were also on the playoff bubble and not dead last in the division I think they have already started stoking those flames with the Senators getting back to just real quick in terms of the Avalanche Avalanche 326 is always going to be a date. It's always going to be market calendar. That That's going to be one that we celebrate and we recognize every year. How much is tonight's matchup celebrated, recognized? Like, I mean, it, it just isn't like it used to be. It's not. So that's a question. What makes a great rivalry? And do the Red Wings have any on the table moving forward? Like, John, when you think some of the great rivalries we have right now in Detroit sports... We don't have very many because the teams haven't been very good. Who is the biggest rival that we have as as a sports? Pro sports? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously the college stuff's built in. Right. Because um, the Tigers, I mean, everybody in the Central, sure, but nothing super hot. So what I'm hoping is brewing, especially at the station here, would be a Lions-Niners rivalry. All right? Hey, we had a 17-point lead. They came back. They knocked us out of the NFC Championship game. Is there a rematch next year? Obviously, we're going to be heading out there to play them during the regular Regular season. season. It's another opportunity to make it or and to grow Lions-Niners rivalry. They're not in division. You're not going to play them twice a year. Those are already built in. That's a good point with the game on the schedule this year. Potentially two meetings next season. The team that stands in the way. The final boss in the NFC. A team that... Hey, their skill positions are getting there, up there in age a little bit. There may be a passing of the torch, and the team that you would take it from would be San Francisco. But see, that's that. It takes time, and it takes yeah. being good for a long time. The Lions haven't been good for a long time. They've been really bad for a long time. Breaking news. But it's you've got to have these matchups, these rivalries with something on the line. Something needs to be what you feel stolen from you. All right. Do you feel like, and, and you could say, well, it was the drops, it was the fourth down calls, whatever, but do you kind of feel like it was stolen? That opportunity was stolen from you? 
It does. It feels like it was stolen. Yeah. It feels like they should have won that game, that they were the better team, that they were popping seven yards a rush at halftime with a 17-point lead. All you got to do is run the ball, bludgeon them, do what you've done all season, and if you make a mistake, all year long you weathered adversity except in that game. Yep. And that's why it will always sit there and bother you because it did feel yours. It was supposed to be the Lions Day. And how do you get over that? Beating them next time. Yeah. And it becomes a game that you circle on the calendar. I mean, that's part of being rivals. And in division, it feels like it's still going to be Green Bay because did they did they somehow you know, fall into their third really good quarterback? I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say he's Aaron Rodgers or Favre, but did they fall into another good quarterback? Because I don't think you look at Chicago and go, mm, are they a big threat next year? Probably not. Probably Minnesota, not. Minnesota's not, not cute, yeah. uh, but but right now it's Green Bay. Who is it? 248-539-9797. We've got John's Honolulu Blueprint, how he would navigate the Lions offseason. We'll get to that at 835. It's 97-1. In an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It is the it is a must to hire the right lawyer who will make sure that the insurance companies pay you what they owe you. Injury attorney David Femininio and his team have been making insurance companies pay for almost 30 years, and he can help you and your case as well. David is is ready to speak with you personally right now, and all you got to do is call him at 855-65-CRASH, or you can go to his website, getdavidgetpaid.com. At phone again, 855-65-CRASH, and on the web at getdavidgetpaid.com. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer, a beach bum summer, or a wake-me-when-the-sun-set summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Do we have a rivalry? Red Wings and Avs tonight. Eh, not not anymore. It doesn't feel like it, does it? It's not. Let's just say it. It's not. Ten years in the Eastern Conference, the Wings haven't been good enough to forge real rivalries. But we've had our eye on the future. Wings are in the playoffs right now. Been in the playoffs. Should be in the playoffs. And when you get to playoff hockey, you get seven-game series. You get animosity. You get chippiness, people throwing fights, a dirty hit, rivalries on the horizon for the Red Wings. I circled the Boston Bruins, original six, maybe, way too early, first-round matchup. 
the Toronto Maple Leafs. Right around the corner in our own backyard, a team that would love to blow it in the playoffs. If Ottawa was any good, there's already the animosity. So we've got the question about the Red Wings who play the Colorado Avalanche tonight. Chance to win three in a row. If you get Colorado's backup, would love to see that tonight. Storyline to watch. But then we broaden the question about Detroit sports. Our teams are starting to get better. The Lions. Do we have any rivalries forming? John threw out the Niners. Everything on the line when you play San Francisco should have one and maybe two meetings with them next season. Ticket Texture says, what about the Dallas Cowboys? They've stolen games. Hate seeing them win. You've got the team that everybody claims is America's team versus a team that actually people like, the Detroit Lions. Rob in Marysville with that ticket text. 248-539-9797. Greg in Farmington, you tell us, what makes a good rivalry? Well, and I think I appreciate you guys having me on. I, I think you've, you've hit some of it that I agree with that it's over time. But I also think there's big moments. I think you like you look back at those Avs Red Wings games back in the 96, 97, 98 season. And from the first time they played each other when the Avs got there in 96, they they had fight, they had hits. There was when you were watching those games, you could just feel the tension. It was almost visceral where you're watching, waiting, it's either going to be a goal or a fight. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen in this game. So who do you think is is the logical rival for the Red Wings as they get better? I mean, Again, with something on the line, you mentioned the same thing, kind of just making another point with the 49ers. I think the 49ers, I know I'm jumping off topic. No, you're good. Bounce around, dude. The, uh, it had maybe C.J. Gardner-Johnson and Debo gotten into it. Maybe there was a, some kind of scuffle or something in there. I think it just exacerbates it. I think it just makes it faster. So yeah. I don't disagree that they could be next. But had they had a moment where they got into it, I think we're already – we're already hating them. And then you just mentioned a ticket text. Why not the Cowboys? I think a really important thing for people to remember about a rivalry is that's one sided. We hate the Cowboys. The Cowboys don't care about us. They always win. Got to swing it back. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if they, if they don't see us the same way, I grew up in Colorado. I was born in Saginaw, but I grew up in Colorado and there, that was absolutely a rivalry. They hated us as much as we hated them. There was never, a moment where that game was on that everyone in town was not glued to their seat watching that game. And I'm, I'm with you. I think that rivalry is all but dead. Um, and as far as what's next, and I say we get into the playoffs and, and let's get some bad blood with somebody. Cause I, I think it's, I think it's time, but I also think it's big moments. I think it's somebody getting into something and making a stand where their entire team backs them. And then you just have that, that chip mm-hmm. that carries on forward and forward and forward and just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, you you got to have moments. You've got to have opportunity. And the, the the Red Wings for for more than a decade have not had moments or opportunity. No, and so much has changed since then. I mean, they don't even play Colorado anymore. Yeah. Not 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 with, regularly. Not, not for meaningful games. No. So if if you get into the playoffs, how does it end? Right. That's if, part cause, of it. Because if it's a four game sweep. Yeah, womp, womp, Even womp, if, you didn't really build anything. Right. It's going to be fun to get back to playoff hockey, but I mean, in terms of rivalry and tension, you didn't build anything. Right, and then, okay, let's just use the, the, the best team in the Atlantic. If it's Boston that knocks you out on a four-game sweep, all right, now wow. you, you, you get a little bit upset. Next year, what happens when you play during the regular season? What happens if you get a rematch in the playoffs? Like, then it builds into rivalry, and it could be Boston, it could be Toronto, it could be Carolina, it could be, you know, a, def- a bunch of different opportunities. Florida feels like they're going to be in the mix for years to come. Yeah. I mean, 
what I like about the Toronto and Boston stuff, you have the the the, the seeds were planted in the original six days. Right. You have generational hatred. You, you really only get that in college. College sports is generational hatred that goes so deep. It's yeah. like, oh, I hate him because not only my my dad hate him, my dad's dad hated him, and his dad's dad hated him. Right. It goes back a hundred years. And if so, if you're talking about generational hate for the rivalry, yeah, that's part of it. And if you are, you know, the last caller said, you know, hey, I, I grew up in Colorado, I was born here, but grew up in Colorado, and you had that that generational hate. We had one ticket texter say, how could you not still right. hate Colorado? But if you are, let's just say you're 22 years old. Do, do you have any reason to hate Colorado? No. I mean, that, other that's the stories, thing. Other than if you watch the documentary, it's, that's about it. Yeah, it's, it's not old, generational. It's, it's, ancient, it's ancient to you if yeah. you're 23. It really because is. Because even if the wings are good, I mean, the only time that they could possibly lose to Colorado would be in the Stanley Cup. And that would bring it all back with something on the line. Some ticket text, some from Twitch as well. We're mixing more of those in. Uh, we've got a ticket texter who says, bad blood with Ottawa. I would call that a rivalry. Another one says... They already have a chief rival, the Ottawa Senators. Division opponent, super intense battles. They have 49 points. They're terrible. They're feisty, but they, they don't... They're, it's their fault, not the Red Wings' fault, that the games aren't going to mean more down the stretch. Last year, though, they were a team that effectively ended the Red Wings' season. So I do think there's a little bit of... There's potential there, is what I would say. Uh, Red Wings 2244 on Twitch says the Colorado rivalry is dead. The Wings only play them twice a season, not to mention each player that was involved has already been retired for at least a decade. Another Twitch comment, Colorado's not a rival. The current rival is Tampa Bay. Another jockey in for position in the wild card. They play each other competitively. I don't know that there's hatred. And another one says, I think you have to have two teams that are equal in terms of competitive window. That's the ingredient for a bitter rivalry. Ottawa or Buffalo would have been great if they were better on the ice. John's Honolulu blueprint, how the Lions should approach the offseason. That's at 8.35, but first, Heather with the news. Well, you may have noticed that you're having some trouble making calls, receiving calls, or even getting through to 911 this morning. There's a nationwide AT&T outage, and it's impacting FirstNet. That's the company that is used for making that 911 call. That's concerning. Of course, we, we want to be able to make phone calls as well, but we need to get help if we need it. Lots of customers in Metro Detroit woke up to these service issues. Um, and while AT&T appears to be hit the hardest, customers with T-Mobile and Verizon are also reporting some issues as well. Good news is that they do say customers, most customers are still able to text so you can communicate that way. And for iPhone users, Apple says that their phones can still make emergency calls if SOS or SOS only can be seen up in that upper right corner of your phone. Yes. Um, now, the cause of this I currently outage, have SOS. Yep. Um, remains unclear. So we're not exactly sure what's happening. Um but I know online on Twitter, AT&T is trying to, you know, damage control. Answer, yeah, 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 damage control, getting through to everybody that's having issues, but they haven't said what is causing it. So that's yeah. what's going on if you've got some issues with your phone. Well, John, that's, what, that's what you said when you walked in today. You're yeah. like, uh, I'm like, hey, yeah, who's got AT&T? Because I wanted to know if it was just my phone. Right. Did I accidentally drop it, not notice it, and something broke? Or is it uh, something that is uh, everybody's having an issue with? It seems and, like everyone across the country yeah. is having some issues. Not alone. Uh, Boys, what happens in Vegas doesn't always stay Uh in Vegas. An outbreak of bed bugs was just discovered in several Vegas hotels over the last four months. So at least four guests staying in very popular hotels on the Strip um, say they encountered these bed bugs in their room. 
between September and January. And health inspectors have confirmed that these bugs have been spotted at the Encore, the Venetian, Excalibur, and the Mirage. So, Mm. you know, I don't know. When you go to stay at a hotel, do you guys like lift up the sheets and check? I don't out of typically sight, out of mind. Don't want to know. Kind of how I function too. I don't really check, but you might want to if you're headed to Vegas. Those are big name um, places. Some of them. Too. Oh yeah. yeah, the most recent incident occurred in December. They brought in bud bed bud bug bed sniffing dogs. Oh, I don't even yes, know those existed. They do, oh, and yeah. the dogs sniffed it out right there. Um, now the Nevada, Nevada Resort Association is telling everyone, hey. You know what? It's going to be okay. This is extremely rare and a very isolated occurrence. But if you go back in your memory bank, agreed, there was another bed bug outbreak in Vegas just uh, maybe last year. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if this is now a a rare occurrence. Extremely rare. I don't know about that. So be careful out there. Um, So you might have seen this trending online or maybe not trending, but it was out there. The mother of one of the alleged shooters at the Super Bowl parade, actually set up a GoFundMe for him, saying oh. that he needed help through a tragic time. So the fundraiser page featured a picture of her son, Lindell Mays, lying in a hospital bed, recovering from nine bullet wounds. And it has now been deleted. It's no longer up. But the fundraiser did say he is in the ICU fighting for recovery from several surgeries from going to the Chiefs Super Bowl celebration with his older sister. Getting shot multiple times at a time that was meant to bring so much joy and so much has brought pain and sadness to all that we're attending. Now, of course, yeah, read he, the room. Yeah, exactly. Now, after <laughs> he was charged with uh, second degree murder, as well as other charges that was taken down, he did receive a hundred dollars towards his medical bills. Oh, dollars too many. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, On a recent American Airlines flight from New Mexico to Illinois, several passengers had to restrain another passenger who was trying to open the emergency exit mid-flight. Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, they had to use duct tape around his legs. They had to like zip tie his hands behind his back. And then several passengers just dragged him down the aisle to get him away from the door. Just It sounds like pure chaos. The flight obviously turned back. It didn't make it to its destination on time, at least. And um, now the whole incident is under investigation that's wild i don't i mean i've obviously never been on a flight where anything like that you has hear happened. about him all the yeah. time not maybe this but just a fight or something yeah. breaking out but i've never had to witness other passengers restrain another passenger yeah. would you step up in that spot would i yeah probably not I mean, if I was sitting right next to this guy who was trying to open the emergency exit, I might do something, something. but I wouldn't like jump over several rows of seats to to be the one to restrain. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, John, John could restrain somebody. He's a big guy. People be looking to you. They go, Hey buddy, we need somebody. (laughs) Just sit on him, please. Yeah, I would certainly, and then I would beg them, Hey, please just let us get to our destination. (laughs) Uh, This guy, this guy's going to pay a worse price. If you turn around right now, (laughs) get me where I need to go. Yeah. Heather with the news, 97.1. The Honolulu Go Blue print from John Jansen. Ticket texter says, stunning that it was filled with Michigan Wolverines and offensive linemen, the most on-brand off-season plan possible. So what am I, if I'm never supposed to pick... I mean, you had okay. you had 18 guys going to the combine. You won a national championship. There's going to be good players. I guess coming out of '97, we would nobody would have locally here wanted Charles Woodson to be drafted. 
by the Detroit Lions. I mean, let's just say, call it what it is. Well, speaking of corners, people are beating you up because you hardly address the outside corner position. I tried telling you. I Okay. Listen, people. When you address, you can't address every need. All right? you, you, you would like to, and, and you can address every need, but you might not be able to do it with top-notch guys. If you're able to rush the passer with Aiden Hutchinson, Aleem McNeil, Chris Jones, and then insert any other dude at the fourth rusher, or you're even going to rush three. You're covering with seven, sometimes eight, on the back end. And that's going to help whoever is playing that corner position. You and I are are right there in lockstep, not prioritizing corner, I think, the way the average Lion fan is. It's not that you can ignore the position. It's a glaring need. It There's is. no question. But how do you make that room better? The fastest way is by giving more of a pass rush, Dropping extra throw. guys and covers. Yeah, less time to throw, less routes that can develop down the field. Uh, ticket text 248-539-9797. John, you missed someone. Zinter, don't you think he'd be a great fit as well? More Wolverines, Tom and Waterford. Well, you could take Zinter with one of the three picks in the third round. Uh, right. And and so what? here's what I said. In the third round, if you're going to trade back out of the first now let's get a little creative. I'm not, I'm not saying anything weird here. Let's get a little creative. And you get three third-round picks. This is where I think Brad Holmes could really get excited. I want him to have more picks. To me, if you're able to craft a trade. Now, this there's a lot of ifs involved here, but we're dealing in that world right now. If this happens, then what happens during the draft? If you're able to dra- trade back out of the first round, to me, the, the only difference in drafting at 29, Zach Frazier, versus drafting him at 35 or 36 is the fifth-year option. Mm-hmm. You're going to save a little bit of money, and you're going to increase a little bit of draft capital. You get that draft capital in the third round, and you can use that, like I said, on a wide receiver, depth on the O-line, as well as defensive back. This ticket text is something that will be discussed a lot between now and the draft itself. Texter says, I think because we're hosting the draft, Brad Holmes doesn't want to trade out of the first. Too many fans will be down there clamoring for a pick. What do you guys think about that? I don't think Brad Holmes, especially since we heard all, all the receipts that he's holding on to, I don't think he gives a damn if they've got a first-round pick or not. Whatever is going to be best for the organization, for building a good football team, does anybody care if they're down there for the draft and the Lions on, on night one don't have a pick, but next year, whatever they decide to do helps them go to a Super Bowl? He even joked about it at his receipt-sharing press conference. He made a joke about if he trades out of the first round and, and knowing that you know people would be a little disappointed, but he can't run his team to make everybody happy on draft night. He already no. showed last year he doesn't give a damn what we think he should do on draft night. A running back? A stand-up linebacker? No. A tight end early? Who's this bozo? Oh, the guy that built the team to go to the NFC Championship. And what did he say? The goal is not to win the offseason. Right. The goal is to win the regular season. Now, winning the offseason is what you also had in your blueprint, though. Chris Jones. Yeah. The Chris Jones thing would be a win the offseason move. It's a move I don't know that he has in him, to be honest. It, it's not something he's ever hinted. It's not something that they've ever insinuated. When they had a chance to do something at the deadline, they passed up on going out and getting a big name. 
I don't believe Chris Jones is in their plans. As much as I personally look at it and go, dude, it's such a short window. Do something. Go get somebody. Let me ask you, do you believe Brad Holmes is a good general manager? I do. Do you believe good general managers can be deceptive? Yes. All right. And so what they're telling you publicly doesn't necessarily mean that's exactly what their plan is. Just because he said, you know, hey, we're, we're looking at drafting an offensive lineman and all of a sudden they take a wide receiver. Oh. Like, I mean, this this is what good general managers do. And I'm not saying he's being deceptive. We don't know. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that they're drafting, that they're entering free agency with this much money, this much opportunity, and, and, and this close this, to a Super this Bowl. close to being a Super Bowl team. John, you said, can, is he a good general manager? And I answered, yes. Can he be deceptive? Yes. Can a good general manager also do things that you disagree with? Does a good GM occasionally make a mistake? Yes. Okay. So he is not infallible. And I think that's just a good thing to remind people. We're not going to call for this guy's job, but it doesn't mean he is immune from criticism this right. offseason. I mean, if John, if they were to spend a lot of money on a receiver, I would question it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it couldn't work out and he has the right to pull the receipts and throw it right back in our faces. But if they were to go out and prioritize, and it's just a hypothetical, but you said a receiver. You have St. Brown and all pro. You have JMO. You have Laporta. You run the ball. You could bring back Reynolds. I'm not going to deal with the slander because he dropped a couple passes. He was dependable all season, and he's a fourth or fifth option. If they were to prioritize receiver over any of the other positions that are more pressing that could get them over the hump, I don't think he should just get a free pass. I do think there can be criticism for the guy as, as good as he is right. at his job. So, but, but, but here's the other thing that can happen. We were very critical. I was critical of him not doing anything at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the two names was Montez Sweat. He ended up going to the Bears in division, got a new contract. He's going to be there for a while. Mm-hmm. Also, it was Chase Young. Now, we haven't heard if Chase Young is going to get extended in San Francisco or not, but those were two guys that could have helped the Lions with edge rush potential. Think about the NFC title. Among the things that cost him the game, they couldn't get to Purdy late. Right, but that was, that was the decision that he made, mm-hmm. and we got on him. We think it's a mistake. Yeah. In his grand scheme of things, let me just ask you this. Would you rather have, let's just say, the Montez Sweat thing played out here in Detroit? Sure. Now, all of a sudden, you have the edge rusher, and Chris Jones does become available, but they don't do it because they paid Montez Sweat. Mm -hmm. Would you rather have the opportunity to go out there and call on and possibly sign Chris Jones now, or would you rather be stuck with Montez Sweat? And I say stuck with Montez Sweat because it's it's the difference between two good players, but you got one that's great and one that's good. So you'd be paying a man, you'd have given up the pick. If you could get Chris Jones, you'd prefer it. But there's, of course, the risk that he doesn't ever hit free agency, and you would have had Sweat in the NFC title game. I'm just saying that there there, there can be a plan. And if you get neither... sweat right. if you don't get hunter if you don't get chris jones and you just say i know what i'm doing okay but you are opening yourself up to criticism and and that criticism and will be here it course. will be legit and the only way to answer that criticism is what brad holmes did last year hey we don't want a running back at number 12 well he ended up being pretty good we don't want a linebacker we don't want a tight end that high you know all of those different things yep. And then all of a sudden, they're pretty good. They go to the NFC Championship game. The only way to answer those critics of you're not doing it right is to go out there and win. Yep. And listen, he. So what do we have to what do we have to let him do? You hate this phrase. Let him cook. No, let it play out. Oh, (laughs) come on. I put that one on a T for you. Let's get to Chris and Ypsilanti. Sorry, you put it on a T. Chris, you can do better. You're on 97.1. 
Yeah, I think I can. All respect to you, John. All respect to you, Jim. I think that you're going to – got to keep in mind that we need guys who can come in on defense make immediate impacts. I'm not saying Chris Jones can't do that. But I think Aiden and James Houston demonstrated their rookie years that you can get a rookie Dean lineman who can come and give you production. So spend that first-round pick, that day-one pick, on your D-line. Go get Jared Verse up at 20, trade up. On day two, if you didn't get Jared Verse, you can target a guy like Braylon Trice. I'd rather us bring in a veteran corner, Kendall Fuller. I agree with Mike on this one. Kendall Fuller would be a good add. Um, Bring in a veteran corner who can start opposite Cam Sutton, give you good production. Bring in guys in the trenches. I like Zach Frazier. I like Jackson Powers Johnson. Those are guys who can come in and start day one on the offensive and defensive lines. And I think that sets you up a lot better long-term. Kendall Fuller will come in on a short-term deal. I I like Fuller. I mean, you're going to have problems in two years trying to get everyone situated. I guess I, I understand. a guy like Bird, you're set up. So, yeah, the I, listen, if you could get one of the high-end pass rushers yeah. to pair with Aiden, not just for a year or two, but for the long haul, that'd be great. I don't know that Verse is going to be there at 20. He's a high-motor, high-productive college well, pass rusher. Not even at 20, he's 29. Right, well, he was saying trade up to 20, oh. even in that world. But but here's the thing is the best it, pass rushers typically don't fall into the twenties. Would be my point. Right. I mean, everything I, in the draft is a gamble. Would you rather gamble on Chris Jones, right, or Jared Verse? And I get wanting to go out there and get a a a better individual to to be your number one cover corner. I, I get that. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. You want to jump in on the conversation? Coming up next. Okay, who actually wants this? It's 97.1. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.